Shalom to all. Today's is Chagiga Tafchav. Hey, we are starting Chav Talad on base. Seven lines up from the bottom with a brand new Mishnah. And today's Daf is sponsored Lili Nishmas, Mars Miriam Sara, Basab Yaakov Meisha, Hernish Shomer Shadav and Aliyah, and Lili Nishmas, Mars Rivka, Basab Meir Zev, Hernish Shomer Shadav and Aliyah. Now, in the previous Mishnah we learned Chumras that Kaidish had over Truma. Now we're going to learn about Chumras Truma has over Kaidish. The Mishnah tells us Chumra, but Truma there's a Chumra by Truma. Shabi Yehuda that in Yehuda now Manam Al Tarsi and Veshem and Kali Meisashana that all year round when Ama Aretz brings their wine and oil to the base of Mikdash for Nusachim, they bring a carbon, they bring a Mincha. They are believed to say that it's tar, and every time of the wine pressing and oil pressing, they are believed to say that this truma is tar. However, if it's not the pressing season anymore, and Amaras brought the kind chaver, a barrel of truma, and he says this is tar, we're not allowed to trust him. He's not allowed to accept it from him. So that's a chumr that we see by truma over kaidesh. Kaidesh is accepted all year round, but truma is only accepted at the time of the pressing season. But in this scenario where the Amaras brought it after the pressing season, this Amaras is allowed to save it for the Next pressing season, and then bring it to the Kayan. But if the Amaretz told the Kayan, inside this barrel there's a Revius of Kaidesh, Neman, he's believed on the entire barrel to say that it's Tahar. Another halacha, if there's Chulin mixed up with Truma and Kaidesh inside pitchers of wine and oil, this Amaretz is Neman on the pitcher to say that it's Tahar. That's only at the time of the Gas and the Bad, only at the time of the pressing season. And this halacha is extended, even 70 days before the pressing season. And now we just the first part of the Mishnah. We only trust Amaratim in Yehuda to say that their wine and oil is tahar, but not if they're coming from Galil. My time, why is that? That's because there's a strip of land which is inhabited by Kusim, which is in between Galil and Yehuda. This land is considered Erta Amim, land of the nations, and the Cham applied Tumas Mates to Erta Amim. Since it was quite common that non-Jews didn't mark their graves, so it's very possible that a person's going over a grave as he's walking through Erta Amim. Therefore, any wine or oil coming from the Galil passes through and will Become tame. The Gemara asked when he took a bishi the table migdal. Why doesn't he just put it in a box or a chest or a closet and then bring it over? Now it's in an oil and it's protected from Thomas Mace. The Gemara answers, Hamani Rebihi, this is Rebbe, the Amar. He says, Oil Zark, Lavishme oil. An oil which is moving is not considered an oil and therefore it's not going to stop the Thomas Mace from getting to this wine or oil. The time you have a bride, so Hanechas Larsa Am Bishi the table migdal. If a person himself goes into Erta Am, he goes into Chutzlars and he himself is in a box, Rebbe Matami. Rebbe says he's still Tame. Rebbe says, Rebbe Huda Matar. Rebbe says he's Tar. But Aramish is Rebbe. Ask the Gemara, why doesn't he just bring this wine or oil from the Galil in a klicheris which is covered with a seal? As we learned previously, a klicheris that's sealed protects that which is inside from Thomas Mace. So I'm Rebbe Lezer. Rebbe Lezer answers, shining, they taught in a bride, saw, and hektish nitzel b'smid basil. Hektish is not saved even though it's in a sealed klicheris. Ask the Gemara you have a bride that says, ain chatas nitzel b'smid basil. If the mechatas, that which is for the paraduma, is inside an earthenware kli that's sealed, that's not going to be saved. My love, ha kaidish nitzel, that implies that kaidish that's inside an sealed earthenware kli is saved. The Gemara says, Loy, that's not the inference we're supposed to be making. Water that's not Makudish yet, but it's going to be used for the Paraduma, so if it's in a sealed Klicheris, it's going to be saved. But regular Kaddish, which is inside a Klicheris, which is sealed, is not going to be saved if it goes through Eretz Amim. The Gemara continues asking, how could you say that which is coming from Galil till Yehuda is going to become Tomei? V'ha'amar Ula, Ula said, that all the Chaverim, the people that are Makhman and Toma Tahara in Galil, they prepare their wine and oil in a state of Tahara. Why would they be preparing in a state of Tahara if not for the fact that they're going to be bringing it to Yerushalayim? The answer is that they don't have a way to bring it through Shalim Tahara, Menichen, they just leave it, they're waiting for Aliyah and Avi to come to show them a path how they can get from Galil to Yehuda without being Metameyet. But right now, there is no way to bring it from Galil to Yehuda without being Metameyet. And the Mishnah said, that when it's a pressing season, Amaratzim are believed to say that their Truma is Tahar. The Gemara asked for Minnie, we'll ask you Steve from Brisa, as an Amarat is finishing up processing his olives, he should leave one box of olives to the side, he should give that box of olives to 
a coin, and then that coin can finish processing it. So we see from here that he's not trusted, even though it's the pressing season. Rabbi Nachman answers, like Kasha, there's no problem. Haba Harfi, Haba Afli. Our mission is talking about the regular pressing season, and then he's believed. But this Bryce is talking about Afli when it's late. He has late ripening crops, so therefore it's not the pressing season, and he's not trusted. So Rav 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 asked Rav Nachman, Kagain Mai. For example, what? What does that mean that it's late ripening? Rav Nachman answered him, Kaisin Shal Beisavicha, like those of your father's house. Rav Yisavamar he gives a different answer. Begalilo Shanu. This Bryce is talking about Galil. In Galil, we can't trust the Nama Arts at the time of the pressing season. In Yehuda, we could trust them. Now Esav Abaya Abaya asked on Rav Yisav from a Bryce. The Bryce tells us Yard in Begalil Harehin Ki Yehuda. The other side of the Jordan River in Galil actually is like Yehuda. Now Man Nal Yain B'Shasa Yain Val Shem B'Shasa Shemin. Amaratzmar believed on to hire their wine at the time of the wine pressing season, and they believed on their oil at the time of the oil pressing season. Avoloyal Yain B'Shasa Shemin, Avoloyal Shem B'Shasa Yain. They're not believed on their wine if it's the oil pressing season. They're not believed on the oil if it's the wine pressing season. But we see from here that even Galil we do trust them. Al Machvartik Shani Mekar. It must be like what we answered originally. This is just the late ripening stuff, and therefore it's not the time of the pressing season, so we can't trust them. And the Mishnah said Avragitus Vabadim. If it's past the pressing season, review like Chavis Shel Yain, and the Amarts brought the kain a barrel of truma like Habana Himenu, he's not accepted from him. Avol Menichal Gas Haba. The Amarts he's allowed to wait till the next pressing season and then give it to the kain. And the reason why that's okay is because in general, an Amarts is pretty trustworthy when it comes to truma. Practically, a kain is only allowed to take truma from him during the pressing season itself, not afterwards. But we still trust the Amarts to the extent that he'll make sure that this barrel of truma didn't become tame, and therefore the kain's allowed to accept it from him in the next pressing season. Now the Gemara tells us, Ba'minei Rav Sheshes, Das Rav Sheshes, Let's say the kain was over, and he took this barrel of truma, even though it was after the pressing season. Is the kain himself allowed to keep it till the next pressing season, and then allowed to use it? Amr Lehui told him, Tani Sua, already learned it. We have a chaver in Amaretz, they're brothers, and they were Yerush, they got a Yerusha from their father, who was an Amaretz. The chaver is allowed to tell his brother, who's the Amaretz, You take wheat from that place, and I'll take wheat from that place. You take the wine over there, I'll take the wine over here. And the reason why he's saying that is because he knows that that wheat was Moshele Kabul Tama, and he suspects that his father actually made it Tama, so therefore he's telling his Amar's brother to take that wheat, and he knows that the other wheat was not Moshele Kabul Tama, so he wants to take that wheat. But the Chaver is not allowed to tell his brother the Amar's, You take liquids, and I'll take solids. Liquids, here's Chashish already was Makabal Tama, but something which is dry, we don't have to necessarily suspect that it was Makabal Tama. He's also not allowed to tell him, You take wheat, and I'll take barley. Now, the reason why the first division was okay and the second type of division is not okay is because when they divide the wheat evenly with the Chavar taking the non-Moksher wheat and the Amaris taking the Moksher wheat they're accomplishing what they ought to do as Yarshim which is dividing the state. But if the Chavar takes barley and the Amaris wheat or vice versa that's not a division of the Yerusha it's simply looked at as an exchange. The Chavar is exchanging his portion of wheat for his brother's portion of barley and that's an issue because this town holds that one may not sell food to Amaris because he's going to make a Tomei. But now Rosh is continuing with his attempted Rai Vitania law was taught on that Oisei Chavar that Chavar that now is receiving some liquids because he's not allowed to say, you take the liquid, I'll take the salad. So the chavr is getting some liquids. He has to burn those liquids and he can leave the dry food. Right now we're assuming the liquid that he's receiving is truma oil and burning it means that he's allowed to use it for fire. He's not allowed to eat it because it's tame, but he is allowed to use it for fire. And here's Rosh Raya, Amai, why does he have to burn it? Why doesn't he just leave it till the next pressing season? It must be that when he receives something not at the time of the pressing season, he's not allowed to leave it till the next pressing season. Only if the Amaretz leaves it till the next pressing season and then gives it to the Kayin, the Kayin's allowed to keep it. But if the Kayin received it, not at the time of the pressing season, he has to assume that it's Tameh. The Gemara says, that's not a Raya, but Devar She'en Lagas, we're actually talking about something that doesn't have a pressing season, for example, date beer. And when it says that he has to burn it, it means he actually has to burn it, he has to destroy it, he's not allowed to benefit from it at all. Ask the Gemara of Yanichan Larega, why doesn't he just leave it for Yontef, and he's going to be able to benefit from it on Yontef? We answer, but Devar She'en Mishtam Larega, we'll talk about something which is not going to last until the Regal. The bottom line is, Rav Sheshis does not have an answer.
answer to the question. The Mishnah told us that even though it's not the time of the pressing season, Vim Amar Fresh Kaidash Neman, if the Amar told him that there's also a revise of Kaidash in this barrel, so he's believed to say the entire barrel is Tahar, even though it's not at the time of the pressing season. And now we're gonna bring a sugya that all the way at the end, Uriah is gonna be brought from our Mishnah. Tanat Hasam we learned over there. Both agree that we're allowed to check it for people that are going to be doing their carbon pesach, but we're not allowed to check it for people that are going to be eating truma, meaning for a kain. Now, what in the world are we talking about that we're checking something? So, this is talking about a base apras, and we encountered base apras in Maid Katan. A base apras is a field that had a grave in it, but then it was subsequently plowed over. We're afraid that small pieces of bones were scattered throughout the field, and therefore anyone walking through the field would be tame. What this mission is telling us is that if a person needs to bring their carbon pesach, and the only way they are able to go is to go through this base apras, so there's a way that we can check this base apras to make sure that it doesn't have any bones, but we're not going to do that for someone who wants to eat truma. If a kain wants to walk through his field to get to the other side and he wants to eat his truma betahara, he's not allowed to check the base apras. We're not makel with this kain. We're only makel when it comes to eating the karma pesach. And we ask my boy, Ken, what does that mean that we're checking this base apras? So we have two suggestions. A person could blow on the ground in front of him in this base apras and continue going, and he can assume that he blew all the bone fragments away and that he's not stepping on any bones and he's not being mile on any bones, and therefore he'll be tahar. He suggests that Beisah Pras Shenidash Tahar. If a Beisah Pras was trampled, if it was stepped on, so then it's Tahar. Which means, if we have a lot of people that already walked through this Beisah Pras, we can assume that all the bone fragments have been kicked aside, and therefore someone who's going to be doing their Karman Pesach is allowed to walk through it. And we clarify, someone who wants to bring their Karman Pesach and they need to walk through this field, we allow them to walk through this field as long as something was done to it to make sure that there's no bone fragments. The Chum didn't stand by the words, and they didn't say that this Beisah Pras is Tameh, because we're dealing with the Isser Kares. If this person doesn't bring his Karim Pesach, he's going to be Chayav Kares. So therefore, they relax their restriction and they said this person is allowed to walk through to bring his Karim Pesach. However, like Truma, for someone who wants to eat Truma, a Kayin wants to walk through his field, the Chum did stand by the words and they say that this Kayin is not allowed to walk through and that's called the Maka Misa because of a Kayin is Tameh, so he's going to be Chayav Misa Bidei Shemaim if he eats Truma. And now here's what's relevant to our Mishnah. Yibayil who asked the following question. If it was checked and cleared away for his carbon Pesach, is he also allowed to eat Truma? Once we already said that this person is allowed to walk through for carbon Pesach, so perhaps he's also allowed to eat his Truma. Or a kind perhaps can follow this guy through the base of Pras, and that kind would be allowed to eat Truma. So Ula Amar Ula says, If it was checked for his carbon Pesach, he's also allowed to eat Truma. Rabbi Ula Amar He's actually not allowed to eat Truma, he's only allowed to eat his carbon Pesach. Amar Husaba, that elderly man, told Rabbi Ula, Don't argue on Ula, because we have a mission just like him. Our mission said, if the Amar told the Chavar, not at the time of the pressing season, that in this barrel of Truma there is a Revius of Kaidesh, he's trusted on the Tahara of the entire barrel. Amo, we see from here, since he's trusted regarding the Kaidesh, he's also trusted regarding the Truma. Hachanami, so to over here, since he's trusted, meaning since we allow him to walk through this for his Karma Pesach, he's also trusted for Truma, meaning he's allowed to eat his Truma as well. And our Mishnah said, and Tano, we have a Brysa, Amaratim are not believed to say that they're Kankanim, their pictures are Tahar, or that their Truma is Tahar. What exactly are these pictures that we're talking about? If you want to say that these Kankanim have Kaidish in them, if we believe that the Kaidish inside the picture is Tahar, we should also believe that the picture itself is Tahar. You want to suggest that we're talking about pictures that are holding Truma? It's Pasha that we're not going to believe them. If we don't believe them regarding the Truma itself, of course we're not going to believe them regarding the picture. We answer, what's this Brasa talking about? We're talking about empty pitchers that are usually used for Kaidesh throughout the whole year. And the second part of the Bryce is talking about pitchers that have Truma in them and it's at the time of the pressing.
fasting season. And the Chiddush of the Brasa is that even though we're going to believe them that our Kaidish itself is Tahar, or that the Truma itself is Tahar, we're not going to believe them that the picture that it's in is Tahar. What the Brasa is telling us is that even though we're going to trust in Amarts throughout the year when he brings us Kaidish, that's only if the Kaidish is in the Kli. But the moment the Kaidish is emptied from the Kli, we treat this Kli as Tame, same with Truma. Even though during the pressing season we're going to trust his Truma, we're not going to trust the Kli that it's in, and we're going to ask him to empty the Truma into our Kli. But now the Gemara asks a question from our Mishnah. To now the Mishnah says, Kadeyayin v'kadeyayin and hamadumais. And that Allah the Mishnah is telling us that if there's some sort of mixture from the Amarts inside this Kli, we still trust the Tahar status of the Kli itself. My love them dumais to Truma doesn't mean that the mixture inside is Truma, meaning there's Chulin and Truma from an Amarts mixed inside this Kli, and we're still going to trust that the Kli itself is Tahar. Amrit Be'erabchia, the Bismash Rabchia answered that no, Medumais to Kaidesh. We're talking about there's a mixture of Kaidesh in here. There's Chulin and Kaidesh of the Amarts, so we're going to trust the status of the Kli, but not if there's Chulin and Truma inside this Kli. Ask the Gemara, how could that be? Is there such a concept of Dimua when it comes to Kaidesh? This word Dimua usually means that there's Chulin and Truma mixed up, not Chulin and Kaidesh. So I'm the Rabbi Lai, the Bismash Rabbi Lai taught, we have a unique case where this is possible. He has Tevil and he's treating it in a state of Tahara because he wants to take Nusachim for the base of Mikdash from it, so therefore we could have a case of Meduma by Kaidesh. And the mission concluded by saying that that even 70 days before the pressing season, we're allowed to trust these Kalim. And Amar Abayah, Abayah tells us, Shema Mino, we learn from this Halacha of our Mishnah, Dinu, who that the proper Halacha is, the Lave Arisal Mitra Chagulfi, the Baalbites can tell his Aris, his sharecropper, to start being Tarech, to start troubling himself, to prepare Gulfi, which is vessels, Shivin Yemen, Mikmiah Hatzarta, 70 days before the pressing season. If it's 71 days before the pressing season, the Baalbites is not allowed to tell his sharecropper to start preparing these vessels, but if it's 70 days, he is allowed to tell his sharecropper to do that. We're going to stop here for the day, pick up tomorrow with a brand new Mishnah. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.